Hey, I'm Dr. Timothy Chen. And I'm Melissa Wood. And welcome to Common Sense Medicine. The goal of this podcast is to break down complex medical problems and make them common sense so that we can all learn and have better control of our health. Yes, and remember, this is a podcast for information purposes only. It's not medical advice, so if you need anything additional, speak to your provider. And with that being said, let's start our next episode. Let's do it. Here again, Common Sense Medicine, and Lacey, you were a fan favorite last time, so we decided to bring you back on. I'm so glad to be here, and it makes me so happy that I was a fan favorite. <laughs> just told Melissa, it's because I'm thankful that that people appreciated it and enjoyed it last time, so I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Thank you. Well, for sure. Of course, Melissa is, we're always here, yes. and we're in our ugly sweaters. <laughs> yes. We're on a party they are today. not ugly. They're festive. <laughs> They're fun. Yeah. Well, we figured we'd bring you on, Lacey, because, you know, holiday season, mental health, you know, first of all, mental health period has still been a big issue post pandemic. Uh, after we talked last time, a lot of people were more open about it. But during the holiday season, it seems like it can get a little worse, a little bit more tricky. Right. Uh, and so you're the expert. We figured we bring you here, you know, see what you see. And then maybe what are some tips that our patients or people who are listening can apply to their lives to help kind of get through these times? Yeah, for sure. Well, one thing that we see certainly is with the holiday season, it's like it's it's a holly jolly Christmas. It's the, it's the festive, cheery time of year. But if you already don't feel well emotionally, there's a lot of pressure on top of the fact that you already don't feel well. Mm-hmm. So if if there's already depression, if there's already high stress level and anxiety, then you have all this added pressure of, and you're supposed to be happy. And you're supposed to smile and be joyful and spread joy. You're supposed to feel good. Mm -hmm. So one one thing that I talk with my clients a lot about is removing that that first level that you can have control over Mm -hmm. of relieving yourself of the guilt, the pressure, and shame. Mm -hmm. And telling yourself, you know what, this is how I feel right now. I've been feeling down. I've been feeling sad. And just because it's Christmas doesn't mean I'm automatically supposed to feel better. Right. And just take that one level of pressure off of yourself so that you can kind of rest into the holidays and accept the way that you're feeling. I think that that could be a step toward feeling better, but it definitely um, removes some of that pressure on yourself to feel good. So that's one of the primary things I see as an issue that's Mm -hmm. highlighted during the holidays. Yeah, I think people do have high expectations of the holidays or set high expectations maybe for themselves and the way things should look and feel. Um, And yeah, just accepting, you know, that it doesn't have to always be the happy, joyful, right? and just allowing, allowing it to be Whatever it is. Yeah. For many people, this is actually a very sorrowful and sad time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot, it, it really magnifies the empty seat at the table. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you look around that time of year and you remember holidays and experiences with family and friends in the past. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for that to be sad because mm-hmm. that means you loved mm-hmm. that person and you miss them. And if you miss them during the holidays, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to feel sad. And sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel sad. Mm-hmm. We don't allow ourselves to grieve like we need to. Yeah. 
put that pressure on to feel good and to be happy and to look happy. And grief is very, very accentuated during the holidays Mm -hmm. because of that external pressure. There also is this rumble and this busyness and this energy that's almost like a driving force, especially if you're a mom, Mm -hmm. Um, and busyness and pressure and all of the requirements that are on grown-ups this time of year, Mm -hmm. I think um, also just kind of depletes you of the happy chemicals that we talked about last time. Mm -hmm. Like you start, you feel like you're under this time crunch and Christmas has come and the kids are saying there's only 15 more days. You're saying there's only 15 more days. They are so excited that we have only 15. And you've got way too much to do between now and then. There's only 15 more days. Um, I saw a, a little post the other day and it said something like, uh, we realize when we grow up that all of the magic mm-hmm. of Christmas mm-hmm. as a child was really just a mom who loved you very much. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that we feel responsible for that. And so mm-hmm. that's added pressure. So yeah. there's a wide range of reasons why we can feel really emotionally drained from being just emotionally drained and mm-hmm. tired mm-hmm. to truly depressed mm-hmm. and and feeling very low during the holidays. There's a wide range of emotions that people can feel. Yeah. I think what's really cool, Lacey, and I guess this is maybe even the beginning steps of mental health, is actually what you're saying is acknowledging that you feel this way. You know, there's definitely a lot of sweeping things under the rug, you know, or putting up a front. Uh, But it sounds like, Maybe what you when you work with your clients, there is a lot of what what are you really feeling? Maybe putting a name to what you're feeling, right. acknowledging that this is it's okay to feel this way. You don't have nothing's you know, don't have to be perfect. That's, That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All those feelings I say are just are welcome in this room. And as we talked about last time, feelings don't have to drive the ship, mm-hmm. but they need to be a very welcomed and um, appreciated passenger on your ship and you need to tune in to what you're feeling and let it give you let those feelings give you a little information about yourself Mm -hmm. if you're feeling weepy or just tired tune into that and say okay i I need to adjust something here Mm -hmm. um we we also feel pressure to feel um to be able to like savor moments, mm-hmm. you know, and slow down time. And I, we all want to be able to do that. And I don't know if anyone has ever nailed down what that means. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> in the moment, actually in the moment, right? Yeah. So um, we can look back and we can really savor the moments and the memories that we have with our kids when they're little or, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. But it's very hard to know that you're doing that in the moment. So I also tell people to take pressure off of themselves to do that yeah. and just live. And when you have us a moment to let every moment be sacred, mm-hmm. um, whether it is just driving in the car, like while you're in the midst of, of shopping or while you have loud kids in the back seat, that you pause and you just take a little snapshot. Mm-hmm. And sacredness doesn't have to mean sitting still and quiet, lighting a candle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but you can you can have sacred moments in your own spirit, in your own soul, in your mind and calm yourself within, even in the midst of some of this chaos around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it
you know, have like massive chaos around us and we're like trying to say this is this is supposed to be special but you know somebody's throwing a fit and there's Mm -hmm. something in the kitchen burning and there's you know wrapping paper all over the floor Mm. it's like these are the moments I'm supposed to like cherish Um, Mm -hmm. but cherishing the messy stuff too I think is a big part of it kind of letting go of the perfection a little bit yeah and it goes back to that acceptance Mm -hmm. there is a technique that we use that's called acceptance and commitment therapy Mm -hmm. and in that like you said the very first step is acknowledging what you're feeling being able to accept it and here's the cool thing about that acceptance does not equal approval Mm -hmm. or agreement like you don't have to like something or agree with it or you know approve of it in order to be able to accept it and then then you can move forward and then mm-hmm. we can do the next thing and either you learn from what you did before and move forward or we just sit with the messiness around us, accept where we are and continue keep, I tell my clients, just keep your feet moving. Yeah. Just find a way to keep your feet moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try to slow down those moments. I feel like we forget the messiness too over Mm -hmm. time. You Mm -hmm. know, um, you know, if you like think about you know old Christmases or Mm -hmm. even like looking back through old pictures and things like that, it's just like such this ideal picture in our head. And whereas if you really think about it, there mm-hmm. was like all this, oh, yeah. the messy stuff going on. But thankfully, I think our brains, you know. <laughs> I, I would love to know that. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there really something in our brains, even with childbirth? Like, yeah. you, don't, oh, yeah. Yeah, you like, don't remember pain and you don't remember the chaos around you. Yeah. Just, yeah remember like that, that first month of a newborn baby, yes. you're just surviving. But then like you look back and you're like, oh, that was the most special time. Yeah. Yes. And There's have, something to that. Uh, and I have five kids. That's, that's yeah. how it happens. You just, like, just <laughs> forgot. Exactly. No, you're exactly right. I think um, being able to uh, appreciate the chaos uh, yeah. and accept the chaos, you know, it's so interesting. Like so everything you're saying, Lacey, in our, you know, obviously we have some exposure in mental health, but a lot of us is more physical health that we see. But so many times, even with diabetics, you know, they're like, I don't claim that. And you're like, I don't care if you claim it or not you're a diabetic you know? it's reality it's reality yeah. yeah but there is that step that until you accept that this is the situation right you might not like it you might not uh, approve of it but once you accept it that's when actually the work can happen that's right. when you can actually start going somewhere because you actually know where you're starting from yeah uh, and if we don't know what we're starting from or we're just trying to run from it or not accept it or don't claim it or whatever you really have you can't start because you're you don't even know where you're starting from that's right and in mental health it actually adds to the problem because that's just more mm-hmm. pressing down and creating that instant pot <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> wants to pot. <laughs> It's pressure on the yeah. inside because if you're alone in that mm-hmm. and you're not sharing and you're not letting it, I tell people, act like you're poking a pen in a big two liter Coke that has been shaken up mm-hmm. and we're just going to poke a pen in it and let a little out every now mm-hmm. and then and let yourself maybe journal if there's mm-hmm. a lot of stress um, or things that are bothering you. Some talk to a trusted friend or mm-hmm. spend some time with someone who laughs at your jokes. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Like somebody that loves you whenever you are happy and loves you when you're sad mm-hmm. um, to find some support and then somehow to release some of that pressure and talk about it, accept how you're feeling mm-hmm. and don't put pressure on yourself to feel perfectly mm-hmm. good all the time, to have everything perfectly lined up and all the presents wrapped and 
Yeah. Everything just right all the time with mm-hmm. a bow. I do not put bows anymore. <laughs> I gave up on bows. Yeah. And I was so liberated by that. So uh-huh. I was like, why did we ever do bows? Uh-huh. They just get smashed in the car going to Grandma's house. Yes. Like, let's do not put them on there anymore. Yeah. They get trashed. And we don't have to, it's, it's, I mean, a picture of our lives too, right? We don't have to put mm-hmm. a shiny bow on everything. Yeah. Just let it be as it is and be, stay near to the people that can hear you and make you feel supported through that. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this what you're, I mean, obviously this is, is this a lot of what you usually see during this time of the year? Like, see, it's just people coming in, um, maybe, like you said, their, their memories are bringing back, uh, you know, my grandmother, my mother, you know, uh, family members, friends, and there's just maybe this weight on them mm-hmm. that they have to act like they're happy. But I, I don't know. Is that kind of what you see yeah. a lot during this time of year? I do see that a good bit. And um, not only with my clients, with but with people in general. Mm-hmm. I also see um, some seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. So I have some clients that I'll just happen to see around this time of year every year they'll check back in with me because they're feeling low and uh actually up to five percent of the population can have seasonal affective disorder Mm -hmm. and that's just a feeling of sadness and depression uh during the holiday season i mean not during the holiday season but during winter time winter Mm -hmm. time and Mm -hmm. whenever there's not as much daylight and that sort of thing so i do see people just with lower mood january Normally is when that hits. Yeah. You're after the holidays. There's the holiday crash. I say, I call it that crash. Like everything was just going, going full speed Mm -hmm. and you tried to push through and then January hits. There's not a whole lot left to do. And then it's gray. Last last year or the year before, it was actually sunny on the weekends in January. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I haven't. Forgive me, January. I have misjudged you. <laughs> I used to hate January. I was like, oh. it's like between Christmas. Like if you, yeah, if you can only survive January and February. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's just blah. That's why uh-huh. I live in the South. I like the sunshine mm-hmm. and, I, and I like the heat. But That's yeah. Right. I think a lot of people just truly, their serotonin levels genuinely are impacted by um, just being inside more mm-hmm. and not being out and about and not having as much sunlight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I do have some some people who struggle with that, whose depression is either worse or just shows up around this time of year every year. Um, in addition, I have a lot of uh, this. This is something that I think I would just love for people to hear is that mm-hmm. even if you feel alone during the holidays, you are not alone in feeling alone. Mm-hmm. Right. That mm-hmm. I have a lot of clients who are single. And in the holiday season, everything sort of mm-hmm. rotates around families. Mm-hmm. Up to this point in this in this podcast, I've talked about being a mom. I've talked about, you know, having a good support group and being with your kids and your family. And I have a lot of clients who are single. And mm-hmm. a lot of us do not take into consideration that all these activities are geared toward families, mm-hmm. and that can be very difficult during the holidays. So I, these, I, I see so many of these people. I want to tell them you're not the only one, and I, mm-hmm. I sometimes am yeah. like you're, you know, and you are a light, and you are a gift to those around you, to your extended family and friends, and uh, just I do think that that can be a difficult a difficult season for mm-hmm. people who are who don't have a family this time of year. Mm-hmm. So I do see some of that as well. Mm, dang. Yeah. That's tough. 
Mm-hmm. I just remember you're right. When you're single and you're on a, on your own, you're right. Every single commercial is about falling in love during Christmas time or. If you look at Lifetime movies, it's somehow somebody going back home and find somebody that's just staying there. Right? Yeah. It's a very romanticized yeah. season. And I think it's a disservice to people who are not married with families that mm-hmm. it, it can be, it can make it a little bit more difficult for them. Mm-hmm. So if we have friends that are single, I mean, we love our single, we don't think about them. These are <laughs> single friends and these are mm-hmm. our married friends. But yeah. it's just tuning into that too mm-hmm. and knowing that there are people who, feel a little more alone because all mm-hmm. of the togetherness is so emphasized. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. for sure. Well, you know, Lacey, we talked a, a little bit already about like a step one, acknowledging the feelings, um, accepting the feelings. Does it mean you have to, you know, approve of it, but that's usually your first step in dealing with these, these things. What usually, what do we do next? Like once you're like, okay, you're working with this person, let's talk about how you feel, accept how you feel, acknowledge how you feel. How do we get out? Of how we feel. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think we start to look at these internal automatic thoughts and Mm -hmm. interpretations. Uh, I really like to say, okay, whenever you're looking at what's going on around you, let's look at reality and logical, you know, look at is this a realistic and logical way of thinking about something? So if, for example, someone is feeling really overwhelmed and feeling like I am not a good mom because Mm -hmm. I can't get everything done and I'm feeling really low I'm feeling really anxious so let's look at how how are you talking to yourself right now Mm -hmm. what words are what's the word coming out of your mouth like what are you (laughs) saying to yourself in your own head because you're going to listen to your own the sound of your own voice Mm -hmm. so it's it's asking that next question is what's that internal dialogue Mm -hmm. so you're taking the pressure off to be particularly cheery and Mm -hmm. happy and i'm taking the example of just someone who is maybe feeling really low and down on themselves and overwhelmed Mm -hmm. let's take that example because it would definitely be different for someone with grief Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Um, so once we acknowledge that feeling, and then we're going to look at our internal thoughts and how we are interpreting this situation and just make sure that everything is I always say, look and see, is it good? Is it true? Is it right? Is it lovely? Is it pure? Mm-hmm. We aren't required to think about anything beyond that because mm-hmm. there are lots and lots of devastating you know, disappointing, hurtful, hard things in the world that we could think about Mm -hmm. and be burdened by. And sometimes we do need to be burdened by those things, um, but then shift that focus back to what is true and good and right and lovely. So, yeah, looking inside at those thoughts, exploring, you know, am I putting too much pressure on myself? Mm -hmm. What are my expectations? How am I talking to myself through this time? Mm Mm-hmm. Am I focusing on things that are good, true, right, and lovely? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would say it would move toward what are you doing to – I always say inside, outside, backwards, and forwards – I'm going to cross my legs, but oh. I have I have my tennis shoes on today. <laughs> <laughs> so we look inside, right? Um, we look at those thoughts. We're looking at how we're processing situations. Mm-hmm. And then we look outside and we think, okay, what am I doing? Like, if you want to be a person who is calm, mm-hmm. what are you doing to be calm? <laughs> like, to, to uh, how do you demonstrate uh-huh. calmness, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you don't feel calm, like, mm-hmm. let's just practice some pure behavioral therapy techniques. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. do a new thing first 
And sometimes the feeling will follow. Not all the time. I mean, sometimes we need a boost of, mm-hmm. of you know, an SSRI. And sometimes yeah. there's legitimate depression and anxiety that really needs assistance. But let's look at, like, what can we do differently? Mm-hmm. Um, listen, this is funny because I know you do yoga, right? Uh-huh. So I heard this lady say, I wanted to be a person who did yoga. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always wanted to become someone who, who was uh-huh. a yoga person. Uh-huh. She said, so I started doing a down dog every day, like this, the stretch, like uh-huh. the downward uh-huh. dog yeah. stretch. And she said, I did it every day for like 30 seconds. And then I increased the time over time. And by the end of the year, I had done yoga every day uh-huh. and even though mm-hmm. i didn't feel like an expert i didn't you know mm-hmm. she extended her time mm-hmm. and she became a person who did yoga yeah. because she did yoga like yeah it took her a long time to feel like mm-hmm. a person who did yoga right mm-hmm. i mean like i still don't even know if i feel like i'm why am i the expert coming here i don't know like, i don't feel like that right yeah. Yeah. so we always have to be moving into and taking steps actively toward mm-hmm. kind of being who we want to be. Well, right now I want to be a person who is calm and like mm-hmm. soaking in the moment. And I want mm-hmm. to be a person who can savor like the little things. And so mm-hmm. I, that I, I, discipline kind of carves out a path for joy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have to say, okay, well, then I'm going to get up just a little earlier and I'm going to have some calmness mm-hmm. in my life, carve out paths for those things to take place and choose Mm -hmm. some behaviors that are different than my behaviors before. Mm -hmm. So if I'm overwhelmed, if I'm feeling low, then I say, okay, then I'm going to try to carve out a little more time for some calmness and peace. Mm -hmm. And so I might start doing things that a calm person might do. And then um, kind of take it from there with outside stuff. So inside, outside, and then forward would be setting some goals, like have something look forward Mm -hmm. to. Okay, so here's my little strategy for that. Mm -hmm. I have been doing this for a few years at Christmas time because we feel – that's when I'm like, I want to see so and so so bad. Like, yeah. I want to go see her because I saw her last year at this time, and it yeah. feels like I should see her every year. My friend yeah. from Meridian, my friend from, you know, mm. Memphis. I'm like, I want to make time for all the people. Yeah, but we can't. Right. So what I've started doing is like, all right. I want to fill up January, like because January's yeah. mm. like, you know, gray sometimes. Yeah. So let's think about what we can do to set some goals for the new year that are really short term, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really reachable. Um, it could be with your, you know, physical fitness. It mm-hmm. could be with seeing people that you love, but having really tiny baby steps that you write down on January 13th, I'm going to see this friend and Mm -hmm. as people begin talking to me sometimes during the holidays i'll say let's get together in january let's do that because i have this feeling like i want to make it happen during the holidays and it's it's just not gonna happen too busy Mm -hmm. it's too busy or if you try to make it happen then you know you feel overwhelmed you can't enjoy it because you've already got so much other things going on yeah Mm -hmm. right so that's my little one of my strategies i've taken on myself and i have then something to look forward to After the holidays that I know I'm going to rest into that, Uh, you know, in January, Mm -hmm. we get to have supper with these people and all the fun is not over. So I don't have that crash Mm because we have something fun to look forward to Mm -hmm. then. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny. Like, we're like, mm-hmm. if we don't see them on Christmas, then this doesn't count. And you're like, there's 364 other days mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. go see people. A lot of people do, like, you know, four Christmases on one day. You yeah. know, it's know. like, it really is truly like visiting everybody all at once. Yeah. But yeah, there are other days. You can spread those out a little bit. You yeah. can plan for a new year visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year, um, we were exposed to COVID, like, maybe like three days before we were supposed to leave to go mm-hmm. to home. And we do the same thing every year since I was born. We, we have Christmas Eve together. We wake up on Christmas morning. We at my parents, like all our, all of our children mm-hmm. and we couldn't go. Like we couldn't take the chance and expose our, my parents to, or his parents mm-hmm. to what we've um, mm-hmm. thought we may have gotten COVID. We didn't know yet. So last Christmas looked completely different for us mm-hmm. and it reset everything. It makes you go, Oh, we still got to see them. It was just on New Year's instead mm-hmm. of Christmas. And yeah. um, being able to be flexible within yourself mm-hmm. to, uh, to let go of some of the, this has to be this way and mm-hmm. we have to see them now and we have to do this and being able to give yourself some grace and flexibility with that. Mm-hmm. And when you're forced to, We ended up like hiking at uh, Rocky Springs on Christmas Day. (laughs) And that's a memory we'll have, you know, a story to tell. And it can be beautiful and good. And then we get to see all of our family on New Year's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Melissa and I oftentimes, when it comes to health, we talk about this all or nothing mindset. It's very pervasive in. Yeah. I mean, it's period. It's, it's common. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, obviously, we see a lot with exercise. You know, the uh, patient, or, uh, if I can't go to the CrossFit four times a week for 30 minutes, I might as well do nothing. And we're like, no. <laughs> There's something in between. No. Yeah. Something between. <laughs> or food, too. Yeah, like, like if I can't be this perfect diet, then I might as well eat Cheetos. And this is like, I mean, these are true conversations yeah. where people are, I mean, you're just like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just one off day can just really kind for of, sure. you know. Throw you, throw you off the entire path. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's amazing to see, like, even in mental health, uh, being flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the goals. You know, I like you writing it down or putting it into, like, you know, into it, into reality. Like, okay, I am going to go see this person. Mm-hmm. But if I want to be a calm person, these are some habits or traits of calm people. Then I actually have to set goals to try to accomplish Right. Uh, said thing. Uh, a lot of times, me and Melissa will say things like, "Don't wait for motivation. If you wait for motivation, it'll never come." You know, um, or motivation might can get you started, but habits are what keep you going. Ooh, that's good. Um, I like so, it. yeah. So even with mental health, it sounds like yeah, you have to like. You can't just walk. I mean, once you accept and, and things like that, there are steps you can take to start changing your outlook, your outcome, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and embracing the chaos of being exposed to COVID actually opened your family to a whole new experience right. of hiking. That's right. That before mm-hmm. that, you're like, oh, I didn't realize we could do this. On Christmas but, Day. On Christmas Day. Yeah. And we were the only people out there. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And that is true. You, it takes practice in anything you do. Mm-hmm. So, And I like the mental health aspect of that. Some people are naturally just calm, easygoing people. Mm-hmm. Other people are just mm-hmm. kind of anxious and like worried naturally all the time um and if you want to be something that you're not naturally good Mm -hmm. at so you know if somebody has a physical goal some people are naturally very strong Mm -hmm. other people it doesn't matter how many weights they lift it it's always going to be you know you know a work in progress and that's okay i think the same thing goes you know like if you want to be that calm person 
it takes practice. Yes. And it's, it's not one of those things that you're just going to try at once. And it's like, oh, well, I'm just not that kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it does take work. And I think, you know, what you do every day is help people with the work part of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I tell y'all? I can't remember. I didn't want to listen back to my podcast. <laughs> I knew I needed to. I was like, I need to listen so I don't repeat myself. No. So did I, Did we talk about like taking out certain words out of your vocabulary? Does that sound familiar? Oh, <laughs> maybe, not, not sure. maybe not familiar so. enough for me not yeah. to repeat it. So yeah. I'll repeat that. But when I was younger, I, um, I, I I wouldn't say I had anxiety, but I had a little tendency toward mm. being anxious. And when Caleb was working a lot of hours a week, and we were working at a church also, one night he was off doing some work, and he had to travel with his job. And so I did the youth group that night by myself, mm-hmm. and I left my keys in the sanctuary. This is in a teeny tiny little church um, out in like way out mm-hmm. in the country and uh, it was very dark and everyone was gone and my keys were in the sanctuary. Okay. So for a long time before that, I had t- been telling myself before we have children, cause we had not had kids. I want mm-hmm. to become a person who is calm and not easily scared, <laughs> not, not anxious about the weather, not anxious about the dark, you know, different things. I thought, yeah. I want to become that person. Yeah. How do I become that person? And in my mind, I had already been, I was working on my master's degree and had just finished. And I thought, I'm going to start changing the way that I talk to myself. Mm-hmm. And I started deleting the words scared, anxious, stressed, um, afraid, and nervous. And I started just using neutral words mm-hmm. like I'm concerned or mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of things to do. I think mm-hmm. we may have talked about that more instead of saying yeah, stressed, yeah. we would say I have uh-huh. a lot of things to do. So yeah. I started changing my language. All right. So fast forward to after I'd been doing this literally probably about a year working hard, working hard at changing mm-hmm. my inner dialogue, yeah. even the way I talk to other people. Mm-hmm. I get in the church and start. <laughs> My keys were on the piano, which was close by, but I mm-hmm. on the front end where I'm coming in, but I couldn't get to them without walking to the other end down the aisle in the dark, turning mm-hmm. on the light and then coming back. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay. I am a person who is brave. <laughs> I'm a person who can walk in the dark, like yeah. not speaking to myself, like I can't walk down the yeah. So the way that we talk to ourselves over time really impacts what we are able mm-hmm. to take action on mm-hmm. and do. So I just started, I just started moving my feet. Mm-hmm. And as I moved my feet, the feeling of fear or the feeling of overwhelm or whatever it is, doesn't necessarily leave, mm-hmm. but you just keep your feet moving. Mm-hmm. And I walked and I walked in the dark all the way to the other end, turned on the lights, walked back down, got my keys, had to go back and turn <laughs> the lights off because I couldn't go out that door. Yeah. Walked back. Nope. I ran back down the aisle, <laughs> ran back down the aisle get out and go, go and get in my car and go home. But I think it is kind of a picture mm-hmm. of what we must do in terms of how we think and then adjusting how we act and how we respond. And over time, when we change our thinking, it is much easier to change our doing, our yeah. behaviors, you know? Man. That goes more into just general wellness and mental health. And yeah. But in the holidays as well, you know, just at any point in time, 
just keep your, even if it feels dark, <laughs> no matter what you see, no matter what you hear, no matter what you feel, just keep your feet moving. Mm-hmm. You may feel afraid or may feel overwhelmed or yeah. your behavior is like completely opposite of what you were feeling at the time. Yeah. And you just, yeah, you kind of fake it until you make it. <laughs> That's exactly right. And they taught us that in college. They're like, uh-huh. act as if. Uh-huh. And if you, and of course, and paired with that is acceptance yeah. of how you mm-hmm. truly do feel mm-hmm. and constantly validating this is a real feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet, I will do this next thing, mm-hmm. even though it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. And for me right now, I want to, no matter what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. pressures, like, accept how I truly feel. I had a migraine yesterday. We know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've talked to three other people who have, like, yeah. in yes. the holiday season. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And there we go. There's mm-hmm. our, there's our <laughs> anecdotal, what's the word? Yeah. Anecdotal evidence. <laughs> evidence uh-huh. right there. Mm-hmm. This is affecting the way that people are feeling physically mm-hmm. when there's sure. like out, outside pressure. Mm-hmm. So we almost have to really fight for the peace and the calm in the mm-hmm. midst of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you can't get it, you just sit in it. Yeah. And you keep your feet moving. And then you run back. Yeah. That's good. So it sounds like, you know, obviously step one, acknowledging, accepting that, hey, you know, you have these feelings and they're okay. You know, it's okay to feel this way during the holiday season. It's okay that every single commercial, somebody bought a brand new car with a bow on oh, it, yeah. which I always tell, if I came home to Jen with a brand new car <laughs> and she said, her first word would not be like, wow, I'd be like, you didn't talk to me about what? this? <laughs> what? I'd be in big trouble. Uh, and then the second step is working through it with positive talk, with different choosing words. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sometimes working through it with goal setting, uh, with actual, like, I uh, like we say, it's like you actually have to put action with words. Right. Like, um, you can't just like, well, I'm going to feel happy, but then do nothing to, to do, right. to push yourself that way. Um, and that may be tiny steps. Yeah. Just like sitting in the sunshine for a few minutes, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Me and Melissa, we push tiny like so yeah. often. Yeah. Because most behavior changes, you cannot go from zero to 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you might do it for a week or two and then you crash and then you give up and we're back into that all or nothing mindset. Mm-hmm. But small, attainable goals, doing what you said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I think this is when we brought it last time. We're like, you just have to do what you say you're going to do. And if you know you can't make an hour workout because you don't work out start with like five minutes that's right uh and once you start having that confidence that validation of hey i just did what i said i was going to do i walked down this dark area even though i was scared (laughs) scared. or like the down dog like just Just do do what you're gonna say and and that consistency over time Mm -hmm. yeah suddenly you're a person who can Mm -hmm. who does yoga or you're Mm -hmm. a person who isn't afraid of the dark anymore yeah. because you've you've begun to speak these things and say this is this is how I'm going to start thinking about this even though I don't feel this way just yeah. yet mm-hmm. about that. That's mm-hmm. awesome, um, Lacey. We I was looking at our time. Wow, we've we just we do good. Oh, we just talk. We talk yeah. and talk. Yeah, that's great. Um, any I know you said you have some things on your phone. Any thoughts? Any I guess things you want to tell our listeners or closing thoughts or anything like that. I think, you know, one thing we have not touched on yet that I think is important mm-hmm. always is boundaries. Uh-huh. And so boundaries during the holidays are important mm-hmm. with your time as well as your, like, what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no 
to something. Mm-hmm. And so it, no, there's no greater time than I think the holidays to say, I'm going to, cho- even though I feel compelled to do all the things, mm-hmm. I'm going to like intentionally set aside some things that are good, but not best. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to choose the best. And sometimes the best is just sitting with my kids in the floor and mm-hmm. putting together a messy, you know, gingerbread house yeah. that it was not my idea like it's mm-hmm. not it's not gonna yes. go on pinterest it's not for anybody to mm-hmm. see it's just like mm-hmm. doing the thing that's the best mm-hmm. um instead of the things that f- just feel like they would be good and they may be good too yeah. but when i say yes to all these things i'm saying no to something mm-hmm. sometimes that no is to my own peace of mind and mm-hmm. my own sense of calm and so I just want to encourage everyone to be able to set good, healthy boundaries. And one more little tip that um, I listen to Kendra Adachi. She is the lazy genius. Uh, she <laughs> she writes, she does, has a podcast and she wrote a book called The Lazy Genius Way. And it's so, it's so good. And she says that you should break down your lists and not have one big, huge, fat mm-hmm. list mm-hmm. just staring at you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need to make lists of what we need to th- think about. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, I may say, get a gift for Silas. Yeah. Okay. But that is not just, I can't just hop up and do that. I have to, number one, think about what I'm going to get him. Yeah. Number two, when am I going to get it? How mm-hmm. am I going to carve out time to go get it? And then and then I need to go and actually do the thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when we break down our list, instead of having this huge December to-do list of all the events, plus all of the gifts we have to mm-hmm. get, plus all of the things we have to do, we can break those down into smaller little snippets. So we can mm-hmm. thank Kendra Adachi for this idea that's made my life a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And some of my clients, I say, okay, we're going to break down your list. Mm -hmm. Don't look at this big, huge list staring at you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Some days I've, you know, because obviously we have all kids and this time of year, the, the holiday, we're actually going to go to the thing for the school. So the holidays, the carols, the Buying the teachers, I'm like, and then oh, the yeah. kids. I mean, I think with Ben, every day is like it's pajama day. It's you know, dress like a French day. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, teachers, you just gotta believe we love y'all, but there's no way <laughs> I can do it all. Let's go. But it's amazing to like, okay, we have put boundaries on certain things. Yeah, so that's it right. doesn't. It's not, you know, it might be good to dress them up for the fourth time this week, mm-hmm. but it's not, not the, the best. best. <laughs> But if you have to go out searching for that stuff the night before, you're saying no to that evening on the couch. Where That's it's right. Calm. You're, yeah. you're giving up something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that happens over and over. And oh, all yeah. of a sudden, you're living a life that you didn't ever intend to live. Yeah. Like, I don't want to yeah. be this person in a mad rush all the time because my kid needs uh-huh. Christmas pajamas yeah. today. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just have to, if you have it, great. If you don't, That's yeah, right. enjoy a quiet accept, evening. Accept, <laughs> accept, accept. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, awesome. Well, Lacey, always, we appreciate you spending time with us, Absolutely. coming on. It's um, fun. I appreciate you yeah, having me. Of course, of course. And Melissa, as always, yeah. we're always together. So, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry New Year. And we'll Where's your song? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to put like an ending song. Uh-huh. I want you to sing the song. Oh, no, we don't want, we already had this, we had a game before this, and we're like, who's going caroling? And me and Melissa like, you don't want to hear You don't want to hear it. <laughs> Thank you all so much. It's been fun. Thank you.